0: Hello everyone! Today I'm with my colleague, amazing colleague Marie Fraser. And she has made an amazing list of all the things we can do while on lockdown. And so, Marie, welcome and explain us more about your amazing list.
1: Okay. Hi, uh, Janine. Thank you so much for having me here. And hello, everyone uh, listening in now or listening in later on on the replay. Yes. um, The reason I put this list together is very, very amusing because I'm in the middle of buying a house and um, I was talking to my lawyer last week uh, because there's some legalities, some problems with the, well, it's a flat I'm trying to buy. And um, I don't know this lawyer. I've never met her, but we've been speaking for several weeks uh, on the phone or with email. And um, it took them a while because, you know, obviously they're all working from home now and they're not going into the office. And she sort of said to me, I'm I'm sorry that um, I was slow in getting back to you on a particular point. Uh, She said, I'm just trying to get used to working from home. And she said, It was really funny. I worked in my pajamas yesterday and I got absolutely nothing done. It said it was just, the day was just a disaster. And I said, oh, no, no, no. I said, you must never do that. I said, you have to treat your house as though you are going to work. So I thought, wow, how many other people are struggling to actually divorce the home from work? And so, I thought it would be a good idea to put some put together some tips that i 've used is i mean i 've been working from home for several years now, so i 'm quite used to it and um, I thought it would be good to share for those people who are forced to work from home what I do to you know uh, get my work head on and then take my work head off and put my home head on so here i mean there are twenty i um, I will Go, I think what might be a good idea, uh, Janine, if I just sort of give the heading and then a little description, but if you perhaps want, you know, more in, you know, if you think I should be more in depth then just say so, but Perfect. otherwise, because there's, you know, there's three pages of my, uh, <laughs> my tips here. Or what if I'm... you want, we can do like
0: five uh, or 10 today. And then if you want, we can have another call where you say
1: that. Okay. Five. Yeah. That's Up absolutely to you. fine yeah so not to uh yeah not to overwhelm everybody with all 20. i'll give you probably about five and then we can do um an, another call so i think the most important thing is to get dressed but not to get dressed in uh you know um jogging pants or um you know, sweats, as we like to call them, but actually get dressed in the clothes that you would normally go to work because there's something happens neurologically and physiologically when we present ourselves in work mode mm-hmm. um, in that, you know, when we've got, so for example, if you are a lawyer uh, or an accountant and you're working from home now is you know if you wear a jacket shirt and trousers or you wear a skirt and a jacket then continue to do that at home because you will then it will put you subconsciously in the mindset of going to work and it's I, I can remember when I was working in the corporate world in I mean i um you know I started in the corporate world in the late 70s so I've been around the block a few times um and when I worked for the Americans, they were wanting to in London, they were wanting to introduce this, you know, dress down Friday. Mm-hmm. And I was so against it. And they said, no, 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 you know, we do this, we do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I was sort of overruled at a, a sort of a board meeting. And I can honestly tell you that the mindset and pro- productivity on a Friday was really substantially down and it didn't last very long in the UK I mean they continue to do it uh in the States but certainly in the London office I think we lasted for about a month and then we just decided this wasn't a good idea and you know I'll be honest with you even uh everybody in the office you know, they they decided there was no big deal when we said actually we're scrapping this. It was almost like a relief because, you know what, They on a Friday, they had to think about what they were going to wear to the office mm-hmm. rather than just putting on their, in inverted commas, uniform to come to work. Yeah. So, yeah, getting dressed and getting dressed in the clothes that you would normally go to work in is very important. And the other thing is, is to set up a morning routine. So... If you are working from home, you're now not commuting. So you've got some spare time and, you know, you could fill that spare time uh, productively. You could stay in bed for an extra half an hour or you could go, um, you know, and cook yourself a healthier breakfast make yourself a healthier breakfast, you could do some exercises, all sorts of things. So getting uh, into a routine of, okay, you know, get up, do what you normally do as though you were going into um, an office. And, um, you know, then sort of almost say to yourself, okay, this is me now, I'm going to work. And Off you go into whichever room you've designated as your workspace which is another uh, very top tip is to put aside some space in your house where you work um i certainly don't recommend the living room and i don't recommend the bedroom i mean you might be short of space you know if you if you are living in um or sharing a flat or what have you with people then you know you've got to respect other people in the house but, you know, the bedroom is a place of recuperation and rest. And I think if you're in that room and you can see work, you know, the computer or files or what have you, again, it's sort of one of those situations where you're subconsciously there, not really resting. You're thinking about the work that needs to be done or perhaps you didn't do that day. Similarly, in, um, in your lounge, you know, when you finished work, uh, you don't want to be sitting, stirring at your, um, you know, at your workspace. I mean, it may well be easy to cover it up or just sweep it away. You know, if you've just got a laptop or what have you, you could just pack everything up and put it sort of to one side. So you're not, you know, you're not looking at all that, that sort of thing. Um, so those, those are that, you know, important things is to set space aside designated for working. And not in the bedroom or the living room if you can um, help it. I mean, you know, we've all got different sources. I mean, I'm actually in my mother's dining room at the minute. So, um, you know, it, we've, we've all got, you know, we're all trying to sort of, you know, make some space. Another critical thing I do believe is to uh, be kind to ourselves because mm-hmm. these are massive changes, okay? And because it is a change, you know, humans don't like change. You know, we like to have the status quo and we like to sort of, you know, we've got our habits. So this situation that's going on right now and being forced to work from home is a massive, massive change. And, you know, your thoughts and brain are trying to catch up with what's going on. And it's also if you've got lots of people around you, you know, the kids are at home because there's no school and, you know, your partner's trying to homeschool or maybe you're trying to homeschool and also uh, work at the same time, then, you know, it's really important to um, manage your self-care because the the change and everything else that's happening can, you know, start to create stress and cause stress for you. So one of the things or some of the things that I always do, uh, I did when I first started working from home is what, you know, it's really important to try and be as comfortable as possible. So, you know, if you're on a chair or working at a space that's really giving you a backache or what have you, then have a word with your employer And if you've got a great employer, they're probably already on that, you know, speak to human resources, because, you know, we don't know how long we're going to be working from home for. And if you're, um, you know, if you're working on your dining room chair, for example, or table, and it's giving you backache, then that's, you know, that's not good for you in the long term. So try and make sure that the chair and the desk etc are as ergonomically friendly as possible to avoid um you know aches and pains starting and then um you know keeping um saying that also is to every hour get up and walk around you know have a good stretch walk around i don't know i mean i love to have a cup of tea on the go most times so you know i do get up quite well i do get up regularly to you know have a fresh cup of tea and you know while I'm waiting for the kettle I'm doing side stretches you know and just sort of doing all that sort of thing just to loosen everything up because you know if we're going to be sat down I mean this this, this you should carry on when you go back to work in the office you shouldn't be sat in your seat all the time you should get up and you know walk around and and have a good stretch so that's really really important um, let me see what else is on my list. Yes, the need to access. The other thing is, is to make sure you eat. You know, it's easy when you're, at, when you're in the office, you know, you can see colleagues or colleagues might knock on your door and say, you know, do you fancy lunch, pop out for a sandwich, get some air and what have you. When you work from home, you're very isolated. You're on your own. So you're not having those triggers of watching your colleague going for lunch or you know they come knocking on your door or giving you a shout you know do you fancy some lunch so it's really important to have some lunch and preferably not probably like you do at the office sit at your desk having your lunch move away move away and just even if it's only a sandwich um you know sit down and you know, eat it and enjoy it and then go back, you know, have another walk around and a stretch and what have you. And it's also important to keep hydrated. Because again, I mean, these, this is something that you can take back to the office, especially, you know, at the moment, the weather's still cool. So, you know, you probably got the heating on because you're working from home that tends to dehydrate you um, air conditioning definitely dehydrates you when you when you're in the office so you know try and stay hydrated and you know if you if you do get a headache most of the time it's because you you know you are dehydrated so if you've got a sort of a glass of water on your your desk or near you that you can you know sip at in between having your cups of tea or coffee and, you know, replenish it when you get up every hour. You know, if you can drink a glass of water almost every hour, um, then, you know, you're going to be in good shape. What else can I, oh, for the you know, even for the guys, I think to have to sort of luxuriate in a bubble bath is just great. Yeah. You know, if you're sat on a, a chair that's not feeling very comfortable or what have you, we can all hunch over our PC's, you know, to get in a in a bath and just really sink down with lots of bubbles and what have you and, you know, go mad and light a few candles. You know, it doesn't have to take all evening. You can just spend half an hour, but that could be the time for you, just time for you where you can just forget about everything that's going on. You know, play some, have some nice music or, you know, just try some meditation or just quiet time and, um, you know, be conscious of the thoughts that are running through your head, and just you know let them go. Yeah. I highly recommend that. And I think it's—I I mean, I, I know I'm talking about sort of getting up and doing some stretching next time, but I think also it's good to exercise every day. I mean, I would imagine now that there is a run on yoga mats and um you know yoga videos or downloading from youtube i mean i'm pers i mean because everything of mine is in storage i've actually bought a new yoga mat i've downloaded some programs there's a there is um a website called daily om uh, Mm and that's daily as in daily and om o m they have got the most amazing um exercise videos really really good they're very short you know it's not a massive program they target various uh, parts of your body and also uh, you pay what what you want so i think there's a choice of either 10 20 or 30 pounds you can pay 10 pounds you don't yeah. have to you know pay any more than that it gets downloaded and what i do is i watch them on my phone while i'm on my yoga mat no. <laughs> well i'm on my yoga mat so really there's no excuse uh not to do any exercise. It could be part of your morning routine. I know it's not the same as going out and getting some air, but um you know if you're a jogger or something like that um or you know that's a thing that floats your boat but it really is especially in because you know we're you know we've got all these thoughts going through our head and you know, with what's going on, et cetera, et cetera. It's all so strange. It's also new, and we can, you know, these sorts of thoughts and worries can manifest in our body. Yes. If we don't allow ourselves to sort of, you know, shake it all out and uh, and get rid of it, um, I think that is. Oh yeah, I think also if you're um, if you have spare time, which you. One of the things you're working from home, you know, it's a sort of a bit of a double edged sword. People think that it can be, oh, you lucky thing, you know, you can get to do, you know, whatever it is you want. But, you know, in this situation where you're forced to work from home, you are still doing your work and you, there can be a tendency to forget what time it is. Yeah. You know especially when you're not going out very much you know you may be going out for your um sort of walk exercise you may not be going out at all or you might not be going out every day it might just be for groceries etc so you can totally lose track of time and again when you're not in the, the office you are reminded when colleagues or whoever are leaving work for the end of the day whereas when you're at home you don't have that trigger so just be very mindful of how long you've been sat doing your work and be strict with yourself have a cut off you know whatever hours you normally work in the office then work then from home you know don't get carried away and think, oh, my God, it's now half past seven. I didn't realize it was half past seven, mm. um, and which, which is very easy to do, especially if you don't have any distractions at home. I know I used to be the same. So I know that it can be very easy to be distracted. Um, yeah. And actually, I'll finish on this particular one, is not to blur the work-home boundaries, Uh, you know, is to keep the two totally separate. Um, Say, for example, if you're having lunch, if it's your lunch break, don't go off and think, I'll, you know, put the washing in, I'll do this, I'll do that. Because if you were at work, you wouldn't be able to do the laundry. Mm. You wouldn't be able to, I'm just going to go and fix that, whatever that I've been meaning to fix forever. Uh, And that's what I mean about blurring the work, uh, the work home boundaries. Don't do... Things during the day that you wouldn't be able to do if you were at work I hope that makes sense does that make yes. sense
0: yes absolutely. <laughs> and Marie why do you think it's so important to keep the same habits what's the thing that tricks in our mind to keep the habits oh, and regularity
1: because um I think if, if you, if you're not sort of saying to yourself, this is my work, you can become totally, um, it's, it's, it is tricking the mind to a certain extent, but you can become totally disorganized. If you are not keeping these boundaries, then you may decide, Oh, actually, you know, I'm going to have the morning off because I'll work tonight. I'll do my work tonight. And, you know, would you do that if you were working Mm. during the day? you know probably not and so it's very easy to sort of have no structure and you know we are creatures of habit yes you know we like to know what what we're doing at a particular time on a particular day so for example it's a bit like the disruption if you are a shift worker so, you know, you do one week of days and another week of nights. I mean, that really does disrupt, you know, that that sort of massive change is, a, you know, is a huge disruption. And there's all sorts of, you know, uh, scientific evidence that it's not good for us physiologically and mentally either. Although, you know, I know people, that, you know, do that. But, you know, to keep into the routine of doing what you've always done, i.e. when you go to work, then it keeps you sort of focused. And, you know, it allows you to actually keep the home boundaries and the work boundaries and and, and not sort of cross them. That's what I, I truly believe.
0: I agree. I agree with you, absolutely. Because at the beginning, when I started my own business, Oh, I can work wherever I want. And personal life and work were all blurred together. Oh, there is nothing t- interesting in television. Let me work. And then I will, uh, at day 10, I will be completely burnt out, but I will not be able to do anything. My brain was like literally shut down. And uh, so I learned a hard way to, to give these boundaries. But of all the lists you have said, I am still guilty of working from the sofa. And then I get all the neck pain and i keep doing it even if i know it's wrong i keep doing that it's bad for the positive, bad for my neck and uh, and it's like it's not natural to so guys do not work
1: from a sofa <laughs> no and you know it's interesting because you know i'm 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 sort of from that age where, when I first started to work, there was no such thing as computers. You know, in the seventies, there wasn't, you know, computers. There wasn't even word processing machines when I first started to work in the in the late seventies. But I can honestly tell you that, and it sounds awful, but there will be such a price to pay later on in life for aches and pains, um, and you know, really huge uh mus- musco- skeletal problems you know by permanently having your head down like this because we're not you know we're not built for that yeah. you know it's like when i when i walk around when, when we can walk around in the street and, you know and you see people on the phone that yeah. are not watching where they're going you see them on the tube you know, everything's down yeah. and you just think, oh my God, you know, in, a, in 10 years time, you are going to be in so much agony there because it's almost as though the head is, you know, you get into that position and it doesn't really move from there. So it could end up, you know, that being your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, you, that's your normal. Does that make yeah. sense? all of a sudden that's your normal and you know the muscles are not you know the head is very heavy yeah and so you know all these muscles in your neck need to be very strong to keep it up but if you're like that all the time you're not using these muscles Mm. I mean there are you know chiropractors osteopaths Rolfing technicians and physical therapists, you know, they could probably write a thesis on why you shouldn't do it. <laughs> yes, and there are some theories people say that
0: in 50 years, people will look back at our era and they think, What were these people thinking? Will be the new smoking,
1: <laughs> exactly. I, mean, I think it's right, yeah, it will be the new smoking, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree with that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Marie, thank you ever so much for today and how um so um you're an RTT therapist as me and uh, what do you specialize in and how can people reach you
1: okay uh yes I, I trained um uh, with Janine actually uh in RTT therapy I'm also a life coach and I, I work the two together And my speciality is um, self-confidence and rebuilding lives from, not from trauma, but from my own personal experience. I rebuilt my life, reinvented myself, and I feel I'm very well-placed to help people who have gone through huge life changes, uh, which have affected their confidence and self-esteem, and having to rebuild, to rebuild the lives and reinvent themselves. And it's quite easy to contact me. My name is Marie Fraser, and my website is mariefraser.com.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> and, uh, and she has this list uh, on PDF format, so if you need, you can contact her directly. And uh, we are going to chat soon, so we are going to go through the other points of the list.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Awesome. I'd of be delighted to do that.
0: Awesome, amazing! Thank you very so much, Marie, for today, and talk to you soon. Thanks. Okay, my pleasure. Thank you so bye, much, everyone. For me. Bye-bye. Bye, bye, bye.